Hey, yo, it's Backdoor Cut. You goddamn right it yeah, is. Yeah, boy. Come at you on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a day late today. You're here with Jake, Josh, and Beatty. What uh, up? We were going to do the episode tomorrow. We were in our room, in the studio, yesterday, ready to yesterday, go. Yesterday, yesterday. What did I say? Tomorrow. Said tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, we were doing it yesterday, <laughs> not tomorrow. We were doing it yesterday. Had our laptops ready, had our phones ready. We were all ready to go. And then we got kicked out, as we usually do. But this was a extensive kick out. Yeah. So it was a bit beyond us. We it, thought we'd come back to it today. It was, Season's over. We're not really missing too much. The of, voice, yeah. Of SBS itself. We yeah. thought it was just going to be a casual guy. We, we, saw, we saw in person the Tonight yeah. on SBS. Oh, wow. That's actually that's very good. <laughs> Is that you right <laughs> now in the room? Yeah. You might be able to undercut him. He's making 500 bucks an hour. <laughs> He's got to do it like a 450 a pop. No, I just, I studied him really intently yeah, while he did He's, it. He has good I found form. it fascinating. Uh, the Tour de France, stage 18. Oh, getting chills. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Yeah, but we're not talking about cycling. We're talking about basketball. Beatball. Shooting hoops. And the big news the past couple of weeks, of course, has been free agency and summer league, which we have yet to touch on. So Vegas, we're going to, baby. we're going to make this episode very, very summer league mm-hmm. centric. We're going to run through every single team in the league, how they've gone, who their star players have yeah. been, who's looking good, where the gems are, who's disappointed us. Mm-hmm. We're doing a full run through. Mm-hmm. Love it. Summer league. Look out for backdoor cut at Vegas next year because yeah, uh, we going. might be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll quit my hands. job if I have to. <laughs> no, I'll get some fucking paid leave. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the players are just like on the everyone's just hanging out fucking arena. I saw Marcus Smart talking to the Brooklyn GM. It was just in the bleachers. Sign me, please. (laughs) Please just put an offer sheet out there. But yeah, they're just in the stands. Like you just walk up to him. Apparently, like you just roll up to all the different casinos. You can see like a full team playing craps and blackjack and stuff. Yeah, man. You ask me, like All Star Weekend sounds fun, but this is way better. You can just talk to anyone. It sounds like everyone's guard is just down. Like, cause cause everyone's there. All the media, everyone. It's like outside the league, outside of like you know. Yeah. uh, The season and stuff. It's almost like a safe zone. It's like a safe zone. It literally is, and it is like a. There's almost like an unwritten rule to not for no one to like post shit of players doing stuff like mm. I haven't, you haven't seen anything bad coming out it's like literally the opposite of the nfl if you drop the <laughs> if you drop the nfl or rugby league into vegas for a week oh my god it would be chaos chaos domestic violence <laughs> ods no man we just hooping we're just we're just hooping <laughs> yeah i love it um all right let's kick it off you want to get stuck in or well, i i did these in order of um division, division and conference. conference so funny yeah. enough Jakey, your Celtics are first oh, up. Um, how interesting that they're, they're first. We've got a big list of notes that we've been jutting down all throughout mm. the summer league here. I've got, um, I thought Yabaselli yeah. has looked really yeah. good. I didn't know he was French. Yeah, Turns mate. He's, he's French. He's so pumped. Good on him. The winning World the World Cup. Cup. Cup yes. Yeah. Um, the but yeah, I, th- I thought we'd leave this one for you. Sure. You would know more about this so, than us. Um, the one disappointing thing from Summer League was our first round pick, Robert Williams, hurt his knee in the first game, so we only got to see him for the first kind of like five minutes. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, and we were all looking forward to seeing him after he missed his flight, missed his press conference. Apparently, he's lost his wallet lost twice. Lost his wallet twice. On the way to the airport. On the way to the so airport. he had to somehow get on a flight with no identification, yeah. which he did. So I don't know how he's done that. <laughs> yeah. So that's been disappointing. He's obviously not got it. Like, he's just yeah, a, he's, a he's like case, a normal 20 year old kid yeah. versus like these other, like, Professionals. The, the standard, the standard is kind of different for twenty-year-olds in the NBA. Like, 
you kind of expect these kids to really have their shit together. But in reality, if you put me in Vegas at 20 years old, I would be losing my wallet <laughs> far more than that. <laughs> and a lot more than just my wallet. I guess um, when you get drafted by the Boston Celtics, yeah, the, the expectation, expectation is exactly. you don't do that. Yeah. And, <laughs> You're on time. And he's, he's learning that and what, kind of what he's saying. It's just now actually doing it. But yeah. that was disappointing. But the standouts were Yabuselli, Semi Ojale, who got a lot of starting minutes last yeah. year in the playoffs. He's shown that he can be a defensive force in this league. He's defended Giannis, Ben Simmons, LeBron throughout the playoffs and did a really good job. But the key to him really making the Celtics better is becoming a, kind of a reasonable offensive player. Nothing special, but yeah. really knowing which reads to Trustworthy. make. Trustworthy. Whether or not to close, clo- like to attack the closeout or to shoot the open three and make the right passes. He was really able to do none of that last year. So a- being able to take that just to... a an average level will... I actually think that he's the X factor to taking the Celtics to um, a higher level because he can be a defensive stopper, but then if you, he can knock down open threes, then it's going to be Yeah, and you've huge. seen the you've seen the photos of him this off-season. Oh like, God. he's cut out he's of cut stone. Up. There's no one that can get past him, yeah. Yeah. he. I, I have a feeling he's going to have a jump like um, Jalen yeah, did I, after I his so rookie well. year. He's going to have a big yeah. jump this he's year. He's working with Drew Hanlon. If anyone hasn't seen the Drew Hanlon stuff that he puts out, pure sweat on YouTube. Yeah. It's Fascinating. Just, it's just really awesome seeing these guys working behind the scenes. Um, and then, so... Semi was my favorite standout. Yabu's um, kind of... He, he did a really good job. He hit four from seven three. He's kind of similar to... He's frighteningly quick for a guy his so size. He's so thick. He's him and, huge. <laughs> him and Semi are thick as fuck. Um, but so basically him finding his niche and putting it all together because he's like basically just a giant ball of energy yeah. rolling around the court. But he showed improvements. Um, it's his last year of his contract with the Celtics, so... When did he get drafted? Um... It was not last year, the year before. But oh, really? It yeah. didn't it didn't get the full four year contract, and he spent a year in uh, China. Oh, okay. And a little bit with the main Red Claws, but the the standout was Jabari Bird. He, he was a two way player for the Celtics last year. This is the one I was going to ask you about. Yeah, so he he actually Jabari. I know you're not listening now, but. He is basically the king of the backdoor cut. He, 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 he post the boy. Huge call. You no, know, it is it is unreal how good he came in for the Celtics last year, and he had like six, for in the, his first game he had like six backdoor cut dunks and layups, and he's, unfortunately he's like he he maxed out his amount of days he could play, and you can't bring two way players onto the playoff roster, <clears throat> and because the Celtics were decimated by injuries, we wanted to bring him onto the roster, but we weren't able to. Yeah, just based on the rules. And he was he was just dominating in summer league from the get go. Um, he he was on the same team as Jalen Brown in college at at Cal, which is interesting. So they were their friends. But yeah, he showed that he's he's, he's gonna, a guard, right? Yeah, he's a guard. He's going to get a roster spot whether or not it's at the Celtics or um, on another team. He was. He Celtics was have a bit of a glut of guards at the moment. We have a gut of everything. The mm. team goes fourteen, fifteen deep, and he he might get that last roster spot. Um, what do you reckon that means for Shane Larkin? He's gone. He's done. We, yeah. we actually signed... You did well, Shane. Yeah, he, did, he had, was awesome for us. We signed a, a guy from Europe again, Brad Wanamaker. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so he's going to be interesting. But yeah, cool. Celtic Summer League, Semi and Yabu um, looking to take steps I will steps have forward. my eyes on Robert Williams moving yeah, forward, though. Very keen. Because yeah. all the scouting reports said, by, by and large, he's a top 10 talent. Mm. He's just... Batshit crazy. He's just got. So, he's just got to figure his shit yeah, out. Yeah, you may never see that top ten talent. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, we'll go to the New York Knicks. Oh, hell boys, yeah. what have you reckon? They may have had 
the best draft when we look back on it. You think? So, Kevin Knox has been awesome, mm. but who's been more impressive out of the two guys I drafted was Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. He, he's been blocking shots. I saw him close out on a, on a three-point shooter, which whipped it to the corner, and he tracked back to the opposite corner to block the shot after like three or four passes. It was like really impressive to see a big guy move that well. And this is the beauty of the summer league. We're not really looking for like awesome team yeah. ball movement. No. We're just looking for those individual flashes exactly. that you're like, ooh, mm. that could be good if reined in, yeah. the, in the right way. And big guys can sometimes struggle in summer league because, you know, there's not like stuff run for them and, and things like that. It's often just like wings and guards getting their shots up. But mm. he was able to have an impact on both ends of the floor. Like... Really good. I actually wanted the Celtics to draft him, not Robert Williams. Considering um, Kylo Quinn's jump ship, mm. this is he'll definitely get some mm. backup minutes. You'd think it's going to be interesting. Sure. He could, you never know. Like I know that like Enos Cantor, he's got one year left on his yep. contract. They're going to be looking to maybe tank ish this like, year. Just, just play their young guys. Oh, for sure. Because they don't have KP. For sure. For sure. So I reckon it'll be next year that they yeah. go in. Yeah. This year will be their last year of. Tinkering, finding who's going to hang around. And it's funny that after, what, two, three decades of Mm. the Knicks trying to rush a rebuild, they're finally taking their time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're building a team. They didn't sign anyone to a dumb contract this offseason. I thought so far this summer league, Kevin Knox has obviously looked fantastic. That great pick from what we can tell so far. Obviously, the season hasn't started yet, but... So far, so good. Seems like it's a good omen when the Knicks fans boo their yeah. draft picks. <laughs> Definitely a good omen. He was yeah. like, he can dunk. That dude can dunk. He's, oh, like, yeah, God. he can. He's athletic. He's going like, to be really, really fun. Now, other thing I've definitely, not so much right now because, one, they're out of the summer league, and two, they shut him down quick, which happens to, I've noticed that tends to happen when someone's out playing yeah. the summer league. They kind sure. of just pull them. But Frankie Smokes. Yeah. Nicolina, Frank Nicolina, yeah, his um, he had a great summer league. Yeah, he's, he's definitely tightened up that yeah. handle, mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. threes confidently. Mm-hmm. He's looking like the I reason like they drafted yeah. him. Yeah, he looks good. I think a future of KP, Kevin Knox, Frankie Smokes. We'll see how Moutier pans out this year. I know, and they're gonna have <clears throat> max cap space going in the next yep. off season. Jimmy Butler, I know you think he's coming home to the Bulls. Save us for another podcast. <laughs> but those guys plus Jimmy Butler, that sounds pretty yeah, good. No, and hopefully not Curry. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep I, I'm pushing this Knicks conspiracy, and I don't and I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, the Knicks are looking good. Great, they are looking great draft. Two pleased, years in a row. We're pleased to say yeah. for the first time in a while, not bad. Yeah, and it would be great to see the Knicks start to get better over the next couple of years. Um, moving on to the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Philly has been interesting to watch because most of their young guys, not including mm. the ones they drafted this year, but most of the young, young guys has kind of skipped the tournament. Yeah. It's been pretty much undrafted guys. I have a and question. Do you think Mark Alford should or should not have played at Summer League? Um, now, Drew Hanlon answered this one because yeah. Philly and Drew were kind of deciding whether he should or shouldn't. Probably not. I think... Playing in the summer league wouldn't have helped him that much. He's but already... if, if, if it's a confidence thing, wouldn't have that been the thing that it, that it gave him? But they said the shot wouldn't be 100% ready yeah, yet. So... so he'd be going into competition with the chance of reverting back yeah, to back his to old way. Enough. So considering it wasn't going to be that helpful, they mm. said, we'll fair just enough. skip it. Okay. 
But that is crazy. Zaire Smith yep. has played he's looked this pretty summer good. league. Very he's raw. looked raw as. Yeah. Can't really do much. Yeah. But holy hell, can he yeah, fly? He can seriously fly. <laughs> oh my god. He <laughs> did this putback yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I didn't but see he it. came out of nowhere. He flew from the key. <laughs> and he's nineteen. Yeah. He looks really good as a project. But I'm I, st- I mean, obviously they picked up that other asset in the Phoenix trade, but Mikel, like he, Zaya Smith can't shoot. Doesn't feel like a, he's going to contribute that much this year. No, Maybe, it, it could I be think wrong. This is a future one, which is I don't know. I feel like they need to. They needed a player that was ready now. When they drafted him after yeah. swapping the mm. Mikel Bridges pick, people were kind of kicking off like Mikel Bridges was perfect, and he was. Mm. But they saw Zaire Smith as someone in three, four years who will be better than Mikel Bridges is in three, four years. But who's to say in three, four years that the Sixers' window is still as open as it is right now? No one. They just got to take a punt and hope for the best. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like they're still out here processing, basically. (laughs) That's what it is. No, essentially they are. They haven't really shut that book yet. And you talk about windows, like Mm. their two best players are very, very young. So I I feel like it's, it's, they have some time. I think they have some time. I'm just in this age of player movement, Mm. like you can't be 100% sure that, like I don't see Ben and Joel hanging out and being buddies in the off season. I do. Not really. Uh, Mostly in the gym, but... But, like, be- like be- very little. They're not like the Lakers dudes all hanging out. Yeah, no, Lakers dudes seem to have some yeah, proper really camaraderie. Chemistry. Yeah. Anyway, that's this is just con- conspiracies. Um, so, yeah, Zadie yeah, Smith looks pretty good. Korkmaz. Yep, their Turkish sensation. Dropped 40 on the <laughs> yeah, Celtics. And he's pretty much been scoring non-stop since. Yeah, he is, looks like the perfect fit for the Sixers. Yeah, can if, just he, if he can launch. come off the bench and... Yeah. Just basically for a bit. Feel that Bellinelli yeah, type great. of role. Even though they've already got they basically they're they're pretty deep now with like but these European old white dudes that can shoot and do stuff. Yep. Um yeah, he looked he looked good. Yep. Um there there isn't really much to say on the sixes, yeah. He's got good size, um, can shoot clearly, has yeah. a reasonable handle, beat his man a couple of times, yeah. but just a solid yeah, European score. Exactly. He looks, looks just things. ready to play. Yeah. Ready to play in the NBA. Which is great. Yeah, I he, thought... Um, which is, I guess it's a good balance to Zaya Smith. You bring in both those guys. One's a project, one's like ready to go Korkmaz was on the team last year, I think. Was he? He, yeah, he just he, didn't get any run. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, I don't maybe, know whether he played. Maybe, maybe he played a bit of G League. Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's... Yeah. Also, I think it's important to remember that it's Summer League and like maybe there's like this veil yeah, of, This Philly Summer League team in particular is... I don't think most of these guys are going to see the light of day. Okay, fair enough. Um, what are your thoughts on Jonah Bolton, if we're going to continue that? I that thought vein? he's not really something the Sixers need. I think in Summer League, their centre would have to proper impress them yeah. to make it onto the roster. But he has looked good, so don't be surprised mm-hmm. if Jonah Bolton makes his way onto there is a spot another there. team. There is a spot. Yeah. They got... um. What's his name backing up Embiid? Is Amir Johnson still there? Yeah, Amir Johnson's still there. Uh, um, Sean Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So they got a couple of Yeah, bigs. so there's definitely a spot there. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's looked pretty good. The disappointment for me on the Philly roster was Chris McCulloch, who was playing for the Wizards, if I'm not wrong, last year. Yeah. This is his fourth go-round, uh, and kinda, he's yeah. looked Didn't, yeah. no better, if not worse, mm. than he has previously. I don't see how Chris McCulloch makes it onto a roster this year. Yeah, he might be playing uh, in China <clears throat> next year. Yeah, it 
doesn't look good for him. Come to the NBL, mate. Yeah, we'll take you. Yeah. For sure. Guest spot for you on the podcast. Um, <laughs> move on to the Raptors. Yep. Yeah. Again, the Raptors are a team that most of their guys aren't really projected to make the final squad. OG Ananobi's yeah. played a lot of minutes. He was one of those guys who came in and was just way too, too good. good to be there. Yeah, too good. But I think it's really good for those guys to come in and do that. Like, Jalen did it last yeah. year. It's a, I think that's a great confidence yeah. boosting to be able to come yeah. in. Well, you're working on all these kinds of stuff and you can do some things that maybe you're not going to do straight away next year. Yeah. But you can practice them. And, but and going into it, the yeah. season, imagine how good you'd feel being told, exactly. you know what, take a break. Yeah. This not worth your time. Yeah. He's great. He, he, you know, he did his best to. He defended LeBron James as well as anyone really can. Um, and then he came out and dominated. Some yep. like I can, I can, I expect a good year from OG. Yep. Um, they might have unearthed a player in Roll Alkins, who's been flat out scoring for their summer league team. Okay. I don't know. They seem to have plenty of guards and wings on yeah. their roster already. It's interesting to see what they're going to do. There was some Demar for Kawhi rumors floating around last week. Um, don't know if the Spurs would do that. Basically, if you I can, probably wouldn't. I know, but you can get a superstar back or a star back with a couple of years on your contract. And it's something to think about. Doesn't sound like they've got much going for them at the moment. Um, but yeah, any anything else on the Raptors? I didn't. I, to be honest, I didn't really follow the Raptors' yeah. uh, summer league squad. Um, the only other thing I've consistently noticed on the mm. Raptors team is this fella Chris Boucher, mm. who is. Real, real skinny. <laughs> He's a big man, and he can shoot the lights out. And um, so he he was undrafted, although you the, or uh, good question. I think okay. he was coming out of college. Okay. He was undrafted last year, although the Warriors picked him up as a free agent. Didn't really play him. I think he might have got like three minutes over the whole season. Mm-hmm. But um, he's been playing on the Raptors Summer League team, flat out scoring nonstop, working in the Warriors environment, must have rubbed off on yeah, him because sure. he looked hella confident. Okay. And I reckon someone will give someone him a will chance. Give him a, give him a two-way Chris maybe. Boucher. Chris Boucher. You heard it here first. Eyes on him. All right. <clears throat> um, which brings us to my Bulls. Oh. One have of you, the. Have you guys seen any of the, the Bulls Summer League? Uh, I've, I've seen, seen a little bit of Wendy Carter. Bit, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. So have I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is if we're going to give out Summer League MVPs, he's, oh, gonna, he's, gonna, he's definitely a candidate. Hell yeah, he is. He's outperformed damn near every big taken before him, with the exception of maybe Jaron Jackson. Yeah, I, it's, it's them two that have impressed the most out of all the, all the, the rookie class. Yeah. yeah. But you know what just gets me about this guy? Going into the draft, everyone said... Al Horford Light. Mm. And when I heard Al Horford Light, I kind of assumed that meant, oh, he's got lots of skills, does a little bit of everything. Yeah. But it was pretty vague. Mm. This guy is literally Al Horford Light. <laughs> he's exactly the same player. Yeah. He, he, like, sits in the corners, shoots the three perfectly, spaces the court, mm. has such a soft touch around the rim. He's more athletic than Al Horford. He rebounds better than Al Horford. Yeah, he blocks shots better than Al Horford. Yeah. And this guy hasn't even played in the league yet. Yeah. Oh my god, does, I'm does, excited. Doesn't play positional defense better than Al Horford. Not that's, yet. That's Not whole, yet. <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's goat status, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we were talking about this before the podcast. The, the uh, Bulls front office yeah. needs to draft at number seven <laughs> as much year. as possible. Because Lowry, then Wendell Carter, like 
that front court yeah. now is super, super exciting. Gar Foreman and yeah. John Paxson are officially the best number seven drafters <laughs> in, in the history, history of the league. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're super exciting. I mean, do you want to do you want to talk about the Bulls and Jabari now while we're here? Yeah, or? stop. Yeah, we might as well because um, Wendell Carter basically yeah looks like he can do a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm not worried about him switching out onto no. a smaller guy because I've watched him He's do it all summer league. He's yeah. done it great. Yeah, and this is what we were talking about going into the draft, and you were a little bit disappointed when we when you had Wendell. I'm like, this happened last year with Jason Tatum in that the Duke team can sometimes be so stacked. Same thing happened to Kevin Knox mm. at Kentucky. These guys are in situations where another guy is featured, like Marvin Bagley, and they don't have the... Actually, the story with Bagley and Carter. Carter was recruited first and was told that he'd be the featured guy at Duke. And then they went out and recruited Bagley kind of behind the Wendell Carter's back and his family's back. Oh. Yeah. And his parents, his mum specifically, has been given shots to Duke and Coach K. Oh, no during, way. During Summer League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's showing all this stuff. Just saying like, hey, you're we paying told you, attention now? Yeah, we told you that he can do all this stuff. And that's why he failed because he wasn't given the opportunity to do oh, all man, this stuff. Oh, man, I am so thankful for yeah. Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Because if I was going to redraft right now... Oh, I'm, he's going top three. I'm taking him over Bagley. It's not even I'm taking him over Aiden. Yeah, yeah. He's... I'm, he, uh, there was this one play, and I'm sure you've both seen it because yep. I showed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I remember. There was this... I can't remember the guy that had the ball, but he went in for a layup. Yep. And Carter comes from behind him and blocks the ball onto the backboard with two hands mm-hmm. and rips it away from mm-hmm. him behind him. <laughs> he did it just over... Just like... Swoosh, swiped Yoink. it out of his hand. Yeah. Kept the ball, ran the fast break, and we scored on the other end. Yeah. He's been... So impressive. I'm lost for words. Yeah, you couldn't have been asked for more. No. Him uh, and Lowry are going to be such a good front court. Yeah. It's going to be Chris fun. Chris Dunn and him are going to be a proper spear defense. Like, yeah. Chris Dunn will be hounding the garden well, and he'll be sitting in the paint. I'm not worried about that. I, like, I think that that takes us to our next point, right? Yes. Because the rest of the, the, rest of the, the five, Lowry so is... He's kind of in the middle defensively, but then... He could he can get better. He can get better, can but... Get better. Zach Levine. Zach Levine, Zach Levine and Jabari. Jabari are straight yeah. out bad. Yeah. Jabari, I'm not really sure bad. if it's an effort thing. I think and it's a knees thing think, yeah, with so, Jabari. Yeah. No, I disagree, because even before he was... He was, better, he was better before. Lateral, okay, that, it's hard to say, because he, he really didn't... He came back in the middle of the season last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I reckon if, if he came back at the beginning of the yeah. year, although he still had the injury, because... Yeah. On the offensive end, he looked pretty identical. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just a continuity thing. He'll be yeah. about the same as he's always been. Yeah, so the Bulls have signed Zach Levine. And to, Jabari Parker. And, and Jabari is pretty much a no-risk move for them. In I've a sense, wanted though, this right? for a long time. It's a team option. Team option. So yeah. it's one year 20, and then they decide whether or not to keep him for the second year. Yeah. Which is perfect. I know. It's, a, it's the Zach Levine deal yeah. that's weighing everything mm. down. But that's okay, though, because even if... Um, if they play well and Jabari's like kind of in the middle, they can not have him and still have cap space to sign a big free agent. I think what they're doing is because Chicago is kind of, they're a big free agent destination, but they haven't really hit on anything in the recent years. They're kind of hedging their bets, right? Mm. Listening to the Locked On Bulls podcast yesterday, it's like, this is perfect. Now, whether or not, um, if we kind of get inklings that, you know, whether it's Clay Thompson, Kyrie, or any of these guys that we want to get, we get an idea that they're not, they're not coming back. We can bring back Jabari. We've already got him locked up. Yeah. Kind of thing. And 
and see what else is out there depending on free agents and stuff like that. So I like it from a as a from Bulls a fan, roster management standpoint. I like it too. Yeah. The if you have a starting five of Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Jabari Parker, Larry Markinen, mm-hmm. and Wendell Carter Jr., the average age is twenty one, which yeah. is exceptionally young. Yeah. There's so much room for growth, which kind of offsets my worry. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to be able to defend? Does it even matter? Like, yeah. they'll figure it out. That's the thing. The, the, it doesn't matter how successful they are, right? Yeah. As far as it's as just long about as they development. Keep sharing the ball like they have. Mm-hmm. I and there's we'll effort just, on defense, yeah. really, you'd like to see. I think I mean, this is going to be a really cool transition. As, as far period. as chip on their shoulder guys go, Levine should have one because everyone's talking shit about him. Yeah. And Jabari, Jabari is sure as shit will have well, this one. Is He's a, coming home. Yeah, it's coming home. This is a prove it deal. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that. You just mentioned Zach Levine. I feel like on the opposite, he's just got paid, so he might not give a shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. He no, might just come back and be like, everything you know, I hear, Zach Levine is like the most down to earth, yeah. truly hard working, kind person in the Bulls organization. That's why was, they paid him. They're they're banking on his work ethic and his effort catching up because they're not paying him for current production. That's for sure. Yeah. He he he's the almost the bigger question mark than Jabari, I feel. Yeah, it's not a matter of will he work hard enough to do it. He will. He'll work mm. hard enough to get there. It's if he can do it. It's just if he's good enough. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Who is your starting five, both at the beginning of the season and maybe second half of the season? Yeah, good, I'm good go- question, Jake. I'm going for it straight away. Yeah, I, want, I want the oh. young five. I'm Why wait? Well, but so, do you think Jabari can play the three? Well, I think he's... I don't think he can. Otherwise, I really don't think he can guard anyone out there. I'm, otherwise... I know. He's going to get burned by Everyone dudes. that plays three in the league is so good. Otherwise, the top they'll... It's I don't know. They'll bring one of Jabari or It'll be Levine Wendell. off the bench to begin with. No, see, I reckon, and they'll put Justin Holiday on the wing. I reckon, and then have... Wendell Carter will come off the bench to begin yeah. with. You put Jabari to start at the I think, four. Yeah, Lopez will still start at the start of the season. Oh wow, you reckon so? Lopez, Lowry, and then both you've got both Wendell and Jabari coming off the bench. Well. The thing is, Jabari, like, see, that, that's already. I can see Jabari. There's no rush. They're kind of, they're kind of fine to bring mm. everything along slowly. As long as at the end of the season the team the is five. those five, I agree. I'm, I'm pretty cool. Well, even, even if mind. it's not the starting, even, even as long as each of those guys are getting thirty minutes at yeah, least. Yeah. And that that's kind of what the Bulls were last year. Yeah. Everyone was getting roughly yeah. thirty minutes. It was yeah. kind of team by committee. Mm. Even if you started. The bench guy is probably going to play yeah. more of the game than you. So I, like, I don't, really I don't want to see too much sideshow Bob out there. That's why I what I call Robin Lopez because of the hair. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we don't. He, I think he's, he's too a, good. I think he needs a, to go he's play. A, he's a fine yeah. player, but like he's not going to contribute to the Bulls' development as an like a, as a team. I I'm, I'm kind of the only thing I'm nervous about in this situation is is there enough ball to go around and is the ball going to be in Chris Dunn's hands? Because I, as much as he's not amazing offensively yet. I want that ball in his hands. I want him to start work playmaking out and facilitating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I feel like Chris Dunn came from Minnesota, where there wasn't a strong offensive system. Hmm. I think the same with Zach Levine. So it's and then Jabari Parker came from Milwaukee. Sort of same sort of a deal yeah. again. Like they're that's all really good, good dudes. Isolation, but can they sort of fit into what Hoiberg sort of wants mm. them to do? It's going to be think. bloody yeah. interesting finding out. They should they should be able to like. You're, that's a really good point though. Milwaukee had has barely does has system the last. 
yeah. uh, since basically give there. it to Giannis and hope yeah. for the best. Exactly, and, and the, the Wolves are no better. Yeah, yeah. like so. So and coming hope, into a team where yeah. there is a system and there yeah. is a culture, they've been working mm-hmm. hard to try and foster from the ground up. I'm maybe still, I'm still pretty high on Hoiberg. I reckon. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, well, I've never had a competitive is, enough team to. To see, and I mean, well, I think his second season that was when they had Rondo and they had D Wade. I know you're like, trying to manage dudes who are like almost as old yeah, as he is. Famous. Yeah, exactly. Hey man, they almost knocked off the Celtics if Rondo didn't get injured. Like there, there was flashes. I know, but yeah, you're right. It's hard to tell when you got D Wade and Rondo on your team. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this Bulls future, yeah. as well as their other pick, Chandler Hutchinson, yeah. who's probably never going to be a star, but can slash his way yeah. to the rim, was making some sweet passes, rebounding, defending well, got good size. Yeah. He'll definitely be a very useful wing addition off the bench, which we've been lacking. Antonio Blakeney, he's a guard that we've had on the team for a couple of years but never really played. He's been balling this summer league. Yeah. I think he's averaging like somewhere between 20 and 25 points a game. Oh, my God. So he might get some time off the bench as well, yeah. although he's bloody similar to Zach Levine. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there. But... All in all, good shit for the Bulls. Good time to be a Bulls fan. I can't help but feel this whole thing's been completely accidental, though. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you gotta be. I'll take it. I I always say you gotta. I'd rather be lucky than good. Yeah. Like Danny Ainge offered four first rounders for Justice Winslow, and (laughs) a couple of those Brooklyn picks, and that would have been pretty not good. Would have much rather have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, We'll move on to the Cavs. Colin Sexton looks really good. He looks fucking mad. He looks fun, man. Um, my observation with Colin Sexton, people kept saying, like, oh, he likes to run downhill, mm. he likes to run downhill. He's Derek Rose. Yeah. He just gets the ball, barrels at the rim, tries to do a crazy finish around it, which he <laughs> most Super often athletic. gets. Yeah. And that's it. Like, yeah. he's Derek Rose, but yeah. probably more of a pit bull defensively. Wow, man. That's a good pick. That's really fucking good. Cleveland should be very happy. It's, man, the it's gonna be interesting. The actual like the seven to nine ten range is gonna be not as good as the West, but the race at the bottom is gonna be kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, depending on what the Cavs do with Kevin Love, um, like, all signs are pointing to them running it back. Yeah. I, they they reckon that they can make the playoffs, mm, mm. and you know what? Maybe they can. Mm. And we'll another another guy that's gonna help them that's looked really good in some some league who I was calling for. All year to play yeah, more were. last season. Yeah, you were. Was Chetty Osman, and I wasn't alone. Like everyone's like, I used. You got Jr. Smith out there, forgetting yep. what the score is. Chuck this young guy out who's bigger, tries harder, can shoot better. Yeah, he's just a great guy in general. He was another one that kind of started the summer league, and then they were like, yeah, you, you, you know, you, that's you, enough you for you. Dro- you dropped twenty five a couple yep. of times since. <clears throat> yeah, I'm even their big center, Ante Zizic. Yeah, he, the guy came over from this uh, in the Celtics trade. One of the, I think the most underrated piece of that entire trade was Ante Zizic, mm. and like he was a fifteen, um, sixteenth overall pick, and I think. But I considering forget. the shit show the Cavs yeah. are currently in, could be worse. Exactly. They, they've done pretty well. Yeah, I think that the I do I do see the point in like if you make the playoffs after LeBron leaves, I I, I can see how from an ownership and coaching perspective being like kind of a middle finger to LeBron, and I know that that's what Dan Gilbert wants to do. Mm. And I can see that being very possible because the East is, well, it's interesting. It's not exactly the Nuggets and the Timberwolves and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, The Detroit Pistons, 
Mm. Here's probably where I think it starts to turn a bit sour. (laughs) (laughs) Detroit has had a shocking summer league. Oh, my God. They've played terrible. There's been a couple of times they haven't even cracked 55 points. They didn't have a draft pick in the the first round, did they? Yeah, they just... They've looked awful. Henry Ellenson... uh, How many years have you been in the league? Like... Two years now. He's looked pretty rubbish. Uh, Past couple of games, he played a bit better, but Mm. I don't know. I don't know if it should be taking you seven, eight games to warm up in the summer league if you've got two years of experience in the league. Man, the Um, Pistons are going to be... Like the opposite of like an interesting league team, league pass team. Like they're gonna win enough, probably it's 40, so 40 games. To watch. It's just gonna be so. Ugh. It's probably the worst situation yeah. in the league now. It's, I think. Yeah, as far as like, where do you go from there? Like, because yeah. you can't offload shit, and you can't. Yeah, I even acquire heard. A, shit. I heard a rumor that even Drummond is on the. Absolutely, the I'd sh- yeah. I, I think I you like gotta him. be shopping I, him now. If like, you're if you're man. shopping Drummond to keep Blake Griffin around. Well, they can't they, get rid of him, though. They've stuffed up so spectacularly. Up. Well, guess what happens when you've got Van Gundy? This is the classic coach is the GM yeah. situation, and he doesn't have job security. He just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. yeah, we'll get Blake Griffin. Yeah, and now, look, <laughs> and now the Clippers are in, like, really Not a bad solid spot at all. building mode. And Which we'll get to. Dwayne Casey has got a very tough job in Holy shit, does he have a tough yeah. job. But a guy that's renowned for helping young guys develop, yeah. that is absolutely the need of yeah. this Exactly. Detroit it's team. The, the, if he can't get anything out of Ellenson, though. Yeah. I just, I just don't think the talent's there on that roster. Mm. But, yeah, I actually really like Drummond. I really, really read a really great article about him um, and how much he likes yoga. Okay. Yeah, really into it. He said Imagine seeing him in your class. Oh, my God. Like, Holy shit, yeah. you're big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Like, seeing these six-foot-ten yeah. dudes do, like, crazy twists would be so entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to hit him up for a session. But yeah, Pistons, Sadness. really ugly summer league. Many Not sets. good at all. Yeah. Uh, the Pacers. Um, the Pacers picks from the past couple of years, like TJ Leaf. Mm. Really not they doing a They haven't drafted super well as of late. I know, they keep getting like roughly the 15 to and that's, 20 that's range. The, that's the thing. And you kind of got to knock it out of the park to get yeah, value. And correct. They haven't. TJ mm. Leaf has really not done that well. He's going to have to do a lot better this season if he wants any minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, younger brother of Drew and Justin, Aaron Holiday. There's another one. Has looked, another one. Yep, yeah. he just got drafted this year for the Pacers, and he's looked pretty good. Cool. I, I think he will get some minutes. I think there's something to the sibling relation, like relative yeah. thing, right? Like Steph well, Curry, Joe Curry. Playing with each other the yeah. whole time, surely. It's just in your blood. The Zellers. The Zellers. God bless them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. They are, they're they are pros. Morris pros, yeah. there you go. Yeah, they're a bit dangerous, aren't they? They yeah, get in some trouble. Very violent. Um, but yeah, Aaron Holiday looks pretty similar to Drew Holiday in that he's a guard. That's the he better can holiday. Shoot, he can dribble, he can play make, mm. he tries really hard when defending. Kind of like a cross between the two, I'd say. I was going to say, mate, if you can fall somewhere in between the two, you're going to have a long NBA career. Yeah, and it, it and looks you, like he will. And if you get to Drew's level, then you're going to get paid over $100 million. So, so that's could, good news for the Pacers. I thought, considering Darren Collison was like their... Yeah, point guard. Yeah, it's nice to have some backup. Um, Pacers have made some cheeky good moves. Another cheeky good one, I 
think he was playing for the Clippers last year, but they've had CJ Wilcox on their summer yeah, league team. He was, yeah. He's been balling out. There's another guard. I like so him. He's been he's pretty good. Pacers have had a really solid summer to add to their really solid. Who did they added? Doug McDermott. Oh, it was Portland. Oh, they added they playing added, for Portland, sorry, not Clippers. Um, they had Doug McDermott and. Tyreek Evans. They're going to be a tough team. Yeah, they got a lot of ball handlers this year. They got, they're going to be a really tough team. They're probably, obviously, Philadelphia and Boston aside, mm. they're up there. As, oh, 100%. As probably a top in, four. in that next level, yeah. yeah. If th- Miles Turner can I make think, a bit of a jump. I actually think he's the key. I think he's stagnated a little bit now. He, if he needs to take a jump for them to be able to reach another level. Speaking of reaching another level and people needing to take a jump to do so... <laughs> Off. What do you reckon about the Bucks Summer League boyos? <laughs> Best se- segue so far. <laughs> <laughs> Great work, Josh. Um, fine. I've actually thought the Bucks have had one of the best Summer Leagues really? of anyone in the comp. Because okay. they, they needed, from their Summer League season, just a bit of anything. Just, just to unearth something. A bit of anything is very accurate. They just needed something to shine through and they yeah. can add it to their team mm-hmm. and it's a useful addition. And they haven't had just one. They've had like three really, okay. really solid Summer League players that have bowled for them essentially. Sterling Brown and DJ Wilson. Sterling Brown. Yep. He... Fucking fantastic. He was someone who uh, Bucks fans were calling to play more all year last yep. year. He has played so well. Both yeah. of them have played so well this summer league. They will definitely get some minutes yeah. in Coach Bud's system. Yeah. They were zipping around, looked yeah. great. But more importantly, this is a player I followed. This is one of my uh, one of my Marshawn? yeah. This is one of my Marshawns. <laughs> a guy called Christian Wood. So two years ago, he was being drafted out of UNLV. Yep. He in college showed a really solid ability to rebound, could shoot really well. He had great length at the five. He could score close up. He was super athletic, but he went undrafted. Apparently there was questions about his mentality, like he's kind of a lot of, of good things. I know, like on the court he looked unreal, but supposedly, you know, he was a bit of a kept to himself, like Interesting. I don't know what really happened, but he didn't get drafted at all. He was projected mid first round. No he was predicted in the mid first round. Yep, no one picked him. And Wait, this year or last year? Two years ago. Two years ago. So I remember oh, in the ago. draft waiting who's going to pick this guy. Who's okay. going to pick him? No one picked him. So I watched him. He got picked up by, I can't remember which team in his first year, but he barely played. Mm. Then last year, if you remember, the Hornets picked him up. And he got a bit of run, but not enough time, like mostly garbage minutes. The, not enough the time Hornets really. maybe didn't realize what they had. Yeah. Surprisingly. Anyway. He's been playing for the Bucks this summer league. Don't be surprised if he ends up starting for them at some point this wow. year. He's this been getting big. 25 points a game, 13 rebounds. He's shooting the three. He's blocking shots. He looks utterly dominant, absolutely flooring everyone that comes near wow. him. Okay. Is he signed? I don't know if he's I don't even know signed. if he's Because, I mean, the other thing to consider, team. the Bucks have a lot of depth at center. Unnecessary depth. Yeah, I would say. yeah. Right. I was gonna say yes. like if yeah. they can get someone that can be more valuable than Henson, which wouldn't be yeah. very hard, that would be. Because it seems to me that if Coach Bud has players like Thonmaker, Christian Wood, guys yeah. who can put the ball on the court, shoot, it's it still, opens up the whole court for Giannis. Yeah. It only makes sense. Still a little bit more than 
Henson, who's kind of yeah, Henson's he's fine. He'll probably he he'll probably be a solid guy to lock shit up when you need a few stops off the bench. But he's not going to be then, a like, full season starter. Yeah. Christian Wood has looked really, okay. really good. Keep your eyes out for him. Did deep dive with did Josh? Their, did their draft pick play? I can't say. Yeah, Di, he Di Vincen- help me out. Dante, Dante Di Vincenzo. Dante. <laughs> Dante. He um, barely played to start with yeah, and came the past couple of games, played some games, but played absolutely horse Yeah, shit, it heard so. very bad things. Uh, I, don't know. Bad. I don't know if that's a sign of things to come, but if it is, they have wasted a pick. Well, I think this is another another important moment to mention that this is Summer League and the guys that maybe play yeah, well on, that, exactly. in the, on the Bucks roster may end up not being ready for the NBA game and Dante could end up Having a great record season knows, still. But it hasn't looked good sure. so far. Um, over to the Hawks, Atlanta. Oh, boy. John Co- John Collins was yeah. a very he's quick... He's looking good. He was um, there. Yep, too good for Summer League. Yeah, he's one of those yeah. guys, yeah, yeah. For sure. And that's perfect. And since then, they've pretty much played Trey Young with random people I've never yeah. heard of before. Yeah. Trey Young, as we all know, started the Summer League awfully. Really bad. And then picked it up and has kind of been serviceable since mm. then. What do you reckon? I think the the hate went a little bit too far. I don't know. No, I hate. I, don't I know. still hate. I, well, here's, here's, here's my thing. You guys are still thinking... Are you still thinking Steph Curry light? No. Is that, no. Well, I'm that's just the, that's thinking it could have been Luka Doncic. That's what I'm well, thinking. Well, that's... The, you yeah, can't think yeah. like that anymore. Now I'm just trying to evaluate Trey Young. Yeah. And someone threw out this comparison. I forget the, who it was. The thing that frightens um, me about Trey Young, and I thought about this long and hard... Even if he fulfills his incredible prote- potential on offense and becomes Steph Curry light, even if that happens, I think his defense will be so bad that he's still unplayable. No way! If you if he reaches Steph Curry offense, you're instantly. An I don't think he team. will reach Steph well, he Curry. Won't, I think, but even if it's a step below that, yeah, yeah. I think he was. He's going to be horrific. Before you, yeah, exactly. Before you um, said that, I was going to say the comparison that I've heard that is probably more accurate is Steve Nash because I think you guys are underrating his passing ability no, quite a lot. No, 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 you, you are and, right. And Even in the games his shot wasn't going down, yeah. his passing was his still passing very, is really very good. good. His playmaking is really good. I think his decision making on what shots to take uh, is actually the thing he needs to work on the most. Like, I get you can shoot from that far away, but really, you don't need to be. Yeah. And like, you think John Collins is going to want to be setting you tough screens where he's going to pull up from 32 and shoot it? Mm. Um, I don't think so. But, and he's he's really young. He's gonna put on weight. He's he's the same height as Chris Paul. There are guys that are like if Isaiah Thomas can lead a team to the conference finals at five foot seven and being that bad on offense. I think Steph. But um, even even Isaiah Thomas, as uber talented as mm-hmm. he was, had to get pulled because there was too many times that. Oh like, sure, but yeah. like that that was like a function like them not going further was not a function of it. It was more a function of that team wasn't very good. I guess I have to take a step back yeah. because I'm not trying to say that Trey Young will be a bad player. Mm. Absolutely couldn't be further from the truth. He may end up being a wonderful, exciting, mm. entertaining player to watch, but I do not think he will ever in his entire career lead a team to a final. I don't think he will ever be the best team on a final contender, no. But how many guys are you going to drop that are going to be the best but team at number on the three, finals contender? At, num- at number three, considering the players that went after him... Okay, yes. Yeah. This is the problem. The, this is the only thing. He could if have, they could have gone if those Chich. guys hadn't gone after him, yeah. awesome. But they did. Yeah. And the Hawks did swap with Dallas. Correct. And Dallas got Doncic. They passed on Doncic, So he's Jackson, forever going to be the barometer Carter. to measure against. If yeah. he has the better career, yeah. 
forever, Trey Young will be a bust. Yeah, well, he won't be a bust. It'll just be yeah, he wrong won't decision. be as, as good as yeah. Doncic. Yeah, and and we and we have to wait until to see what the other draft exactly. pick turns yeah, into. Exactly. So it's the problem is this is going to be something that you have to wait five years to truly say, and unless Doncic comes in, it's just a fucking gun straight away, which Could've. I still think it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just I'm just arguing the other side of the Trey Young um, argument because. I know how you two feel. No, no, I get you. <laughs> I get you. Especially Beatty. <laughs> this guy's sitting over here pulling his fucking hair out. <laughs> no, he's fucking shit. Up, fucking tiny I told you the first time. <laughs> Is he going to play behind Jeremy Lin? Come on, guys. <laughs> God. That was interesting. Yeah, good move again by the, um, by the Nets. They've done so well considering they have no draft picks. Oh, shout out to our man, Speaking of Brooklyn Legion. Brooklyn Legion. He messaged us for some podcasting tips. Yeah. Forever thankful, Forever Bro- thankful. Brooklyn uh, Legion. For the follow Hopefully for the engagement. We'll have to get you on for a We like your team's front office. Yeah, your team's front office is doing a really good job. You're still going to be really bad next year. <laughs> just, just kidding, mate. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I like the the foundation that they've got now. Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, um, taking on Fareed, um, who can still actually con- con- uh, contribute. Plus, getting another first round draft pick. Yeah. We were saying this yesterday before we got kicked out, but they're <laughs> looking pretty processy, about as processy as anyone as has be. looked yeah. since the actual process. So yeah. keep our eyes on that. But for Alas. now, we'll move to the Hornets, who also. I think are a contender for best summer league for their situation. They've, really, they were good They've had an unreal summer league. Mm. First off, Willie Hernan Gomez. I don't even know why he was on yeah, this team. He, he ate good people up. Yeah. It, he it wasn't really fair. Good. It wasn't fair. He was getting twenty and ten, a couple yeah. of blocks. Like, what was the point? Yeah. Um, same applies. Surprisingly, from a man who got drafted last year, Malik Monk. He broke his hand though. He broke his hand, yeah, but was, he was, he was balling looking really before good. then. Um, I think he didn't get enough of an opportunity last year. I agree. He was very high on people's yeah. boards in a draft where even the forty-fifth guy was contributing. Yeah. So don't be surprised. People if he really comes liked back Monk last year. This year, and I think he will be more Steph Curry than <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we won't get into <laughs> they, that. They still, they still. I'm pretty sure the story is that Michael Jordan overruled someone on Donovan on Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I still like Monk. I, yeah. I thought that he. I, I agree with Josh. I, I feel like he didn't get enough opportunity last mm. season. They've got an interesting core. They're just like so t- screwed with their salary situation. Yeah, but, but they got to give him more of a chance. And I think he. I mean, yeah. Kemba. There's a good chance the Kemba might get moved, so yeah. there'll be minutes there. But that's an interesting little squad. Like you got Kemba, Miles Bridges, who looks. Who looks we haven't actually mentioned him. Miles yet, Bridges, who I was about to talk about. Hey, go ahead before I go. He has looked like the steal of the draft so far. Ooh, controversial. After Wendell, of course. Defensively, <laughs> he almost takes it as disrespect that you want to score on him. Mm. Like, the look on his face, <laughs> no, not even looking at how he defended him, but just the look on his face looking into someone <laughs> when they're trying to score on him is terrifying. This is Josh's the Miles Bridges doc, uh, whisperer. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I had a look into it. Him and Jaron Jackson mm. were teammates last yeah. year, and they used to challenge each other yeah. on who could, like, mm. rile people mm. up the most. And On the Spartans, that team sounded really fun. I know, they sound tough as yeah. shit, but Miles Bridges has been shooting well. He almost did the best dunk I have ever seen yeah, the other dude. day. He's flying at the rim, defending. He's going to be great. He looks really good. He's the four they need. Mm. Marvin Williams is officially expendable. Get out of here. Yeah. So that Charlotte 
I see this, this this little tier of the East is is yep. is, is pretty interesting. Um, Kemba, last player I oh, noticed sorry. for the Hornets as well. Sorry, is Dwayne Bacon, who's oh, been in really... the league a couple of years, but he's been scoring nonstop. I think the Hornets have found so many pieces that they were needing in this summer league. It has just been great for them. Mm. Well done. We'll see. We'll see. Dwayne Bacon, see. I think, is someone that's benefited from the like kind of the way that summer leagues played, but. Regardless, though, someone that shows anything for the Hornets is, and that's young good and on, news, on a good contract, good like that just gives them maybe something to help move any of those crazy contracts they've got. But yeah, the Hornets, interesting little roster. I'm excited to... I'm not someone maybe I'm going to flick on too often, but... Um, I always like watching the Hornets. I think it's widely accepted around the league that they've underperformed the oh past God. couple... Like, Last year even, even their performances haven't been as bad as their results. Their results yeah. have been just really underwhelming. Yeah. So if they can just get a bit of good luck this year, maybe they'll have a year like um, a couple of seasons mm. ago when they had Goran Dragic. Mm. That was fun. Speaking of Goran Dragic, why don't we move to the Heat? Hey. And how's that segue, Beatty? Yeah. Josh was a summer league pro, man. <laughs> Did Goran Dragic ever play for the Hornets? <laughs> Did he? I don't know. It was the Suns, well, wasn't right. it? Oh, Suns. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I was like, man, just... I'm like, know, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I thinking of? What was the season know. they versed the Heat in the playoffs? The Hornets. The Hornets. And it was Hornets, Celtics, Heat, and someone else all tied. Oh, right, 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 right. Is this when uh, the Bobcats? No, no, no. no, 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 no it was only two years ago. Only a couple, only two years ago. I don't... Was Goran Dragic on that team? No, he wasn't. No, on, he he's never no. played for Charlotte. Uh, that might maybe maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. That might have been. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting that. caught up. <laughs> yeah. um, Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo. Looks yeah. too good for Summer League. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. I, I thought he he looked better than Whiteside last year. In the Summer League, he just ate people up. Mm-hmm. No need for him to be there. Um, other than that, they didn't really have too many pieces. Mm. They had one Der- little, Derek Walton Jr. Little five foot five guy? They had a five foot five Was guy? that him? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe it was another guy. But... There was one five foot five guy that went off. No, I think it was for the Hawks. Sorry. Apologies, little man. The summer league for the Heat for me kind of felt like a formality. Yeah. They didn't really need to be there. On the Heat, all. apparently they've struggled to move uh, both Whiteside and Tyler Johnson this offseason. Yeah. They've been looking to move them around. Well, Tyler Johnson's contract is not good. No, neither does Whiteside's, no. and he can't play basketball anymore. So they're going to have to figure something out about that. But, yeah. yeah, not really much to report on Miami Heat. And the Heat are going to... I'm just in a, in a limbo. They're like like in a, a strong limbo, but limbo nonetheless. Who was their draft pick? Or did they not have a dra- first-round pick? I don't remember no, them I don't picking. Think they, no, they didn't have a pick, did they? Not that I can recall yeah. off the top of my head, so it wouldn't have been very high if they mm. did. I don't think they did. Anyway. We should look. I know, we should probably press on. We're not going to make it through everyone. Um, um, Orlando, stay we'll, in Florida. We'll get through the Eastern Conference at least. Um, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, the awesome. longest. Awesome. Yeah. Can they, awesome. They can just stand hand by hand across like the 94 the foot long key. court. Yeah. <laughs> Build a wall. Let's get Van Gundy back there. And build a wall. <laughs> exactly. Um, Jonathan Dude, Isaac. I love this magic front court. It's, they're... They can both shoot. They can both space the court. They can both protect the rim. Like, they're both unicorns. This never happens. Bumble looks really raw still, though. He is. Yeah. Like, I think Isaac's the the story. Like, I think because he was injured so much last year, everyone forgot about him. But he was someone that I really liked. Um, If we go back to our first ever podcast, I was someone who wanted to draft him. Yeah, I I was, like, kind of hung up on Isaac. More from, like, just a potential thing. Because he's... 
He's six foot eleven, skilled. He's basically like a, a not, not Kevin Durant, but like a verge, like a tall, skilled guy. More defensively minded. Yeah, more def- yeah, at least earlier in his career, and showed a lot on offense. Like if they can um, deliver on their potential, yeah. the Magic may have the most terrifying front court I have God, ever seen. So big, Gordon. I don't know how they're gonna fit everyone. So in. long, like. Yeah. Bumba and Isaac wouldn't even have to be standing in the paint to yeah. block a shot in the paint. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> How weird is that? <laughs> I, think, I, I assume that's gonna, they're going to play Gordon at the three and just spread everyone out. Because at, le- yeah. like, at least well, Isaac and Bumba I was thinking about this. Everyone threes. was blowing up. Like, Gordon can't play the three, yada, yada, yada. But if Isaac and yeah. Bumba aren't under the rim, yeah. if they're standing on exactly. the wings, then he can play the three because yeah. there's no one in his way. Yeah. And they can shuffle rotation. Like, it's not ideal. And I do think they're going to move Aaron Gordon at some point because um, that contract's really good for someone that good. Mm. Um, but it's going to be interesting to... to and, and just defensively, how are you going to get get in, get past those guys? I don't know. I really don't it's know. It's going to be fun. I, would, I can't wait to see... Yeah. I never thought I would say this. Yeah. I can't wait to see the Magic next yeah. year. <laughs> Probably the most optimistic... Yeah anyone could be about a magic season mm-hmm. for, for a while now. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, outside of these two, it is a seeming shit Oh, they're going to be they're gonna be bad as far as wins and losses go. But yeah, they're not going to make super keen no, to watch no. these two. Yeah, they, 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 could, they could probably get a, they'll probably get a bottom three pick again, not top three pick again, but they'll be fun to watch. Um, the last team of the Eastern Conference, the Washington Wizards. Now, I feel like the Washington Wizards entered this summer league in the same situation as the Bucks and the same situation as Charlotte. They really just needed something, a spark mm. of some sort, and <laughs> nothing nope. at all. Nope. What was the name <laughs> the of the... summer league's kind of been a mirror of their free agency. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just been shit. Just, just average. <laughs> yeah, just, just like, so... Yeah, these guys are ordinary. Uh, fine. Um, what was the dude they drafted? Devin Robinson? Yeah, I think so. He can score. He's been scoring a bit from the four, which I guess is useful for mm. them considering they may need to ship Otto Porter at some point. Shooting what, at the four is a bad idea. What they can do. Um, other than that, though, literally, abs- I could not mm. think of one thing. That Actually, there's a negative thing I can think of. Aaron Harrison, one of the Harrison twins, if you remember, mm. um, he got drafted probably like three, I want to say three years ago now. He has regressed in every way. He is not an NBA player. He mm. sucks. That's what, I, that's what the Washington Wizards will do to yeah. you. <laughs> He's been bouncing around. I think he was on the Hornets at one point. He was actually on the Hornets, not like Goran Dragic. <laughs> um, he, yeah, really bad. Really bad. Man, the Wizards are going to be like a better version of the Pistons in that like kind of sad to watch because their ceilings like just fully... Ca- I don't know. They're like... Like I was... I, they should be better. They should be, they better. Should be better. John Wall, Bradley Beal, who knows? They could end up surprising some people, but like, I thought like they're going to be in this six, seventh seed range, just fucking around. John Wall's going to yell at people. I think they'll be the same as last year. Yeah. Which is a playoff team, but. It's the eighth seed. I don't think they will. I reckon they're at like a boiling point at yeah. the moment, and it's going to take one little thing yeah, to set everything one, off. One like one three game losing before, streak. Before like Bradley Beal punches John Wall in the so face I or can, something. Man, can we bet on that? Bradley Beal <laughs> punching, punching there be John Wall in the face, or at least someone punching John Wall. Yeah. Or John Wall punching Dwight Howard. One punch. Someone yeah. in the Washington Wizards locker room. Yeah, I mean like John Wall's here complaining. I need help, man. Yeah. I need someone to try. I need like yeah. some hustle out there. You know what? 
Maybe. John, I'm going to do you a real big solid here. I'm going to go get you Dwight Howard. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do you a solid. And you know, maybe you should hustle. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? Not just Dwight Howard. We got Austin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> what a locker room. Man, so, like, a lot of people on, online put out, like, you know, lists, top five, this, top five, that. John Wall was consistently on people's top 20 players. I saw a top five um, list of point guards that had... Lillard off the list and John Wall on the list. If you give me the John Wall from, like, I think it was two, three years ago when he was yeah. on an all-defensive team. That's the key, You give right? me that John Wall, absolutely. He was so yeah. good. Well, but that's... the Yeah, great. Let's get the John Wall from three years ago back. But, like, but that, we, that's He doesn't play like that anymore. He just tries to... Sh- Westbrook his yeah. way out of a shooting slump, but he's a worse shooter he's a, than yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, which is not that great to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. It's, it's um... He should be worried, considering how afloat they stayed without him last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Bradley Beal just being like, Seriously. "Come on, guys, let's do it together." Sadaransky. Sadaransky. Everybody Sadaransky. eats, man. Everybody, yeah, everybody eats, eats everybody man. Eats. But I mean, like, I'm not sure they can get rid of John Wall. No, not on that not contract. Not on that contract. Anyway. Playing forty million when he's give Detroit a call. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Blake for John? Blake Griffin for John. Oh. <laughs> I don't mind it. Ooh. I don't mind it. Get, no, Bla- man. get Blake at the four, Dwight at the five. I don't know. If the, <laughs> I don't know if the Wizards can take a back step, but that's taking a back step. <laughs> I don't know. John Wall for Chris Paul. Make it happen. That's actually interesting. It's interesting, but no, no one would agree to The Rockets would be worse. Yeah. yeah oh, God. There's not really a lot you can do. Um, Conley, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have, <laughs> have Conley in theory. Yeah. I don't know, guys. What do you reckon? Should we do? We the should West wrap it up here time? because yeah. this has been an hour, and we haven't even started the West yet. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we'll come back at some point in the next week and finish it off. Yeah. Give you a part two. Part two. Summer league in the house. In the house. <laughs> Deep dive. Yeah. All those hoop heads out there. Um, so that's it for us this week. Remember, we would love it if you subscribed. Backdoor cut on iTunes. Give us a five star rating. Um, really appreciate it. Share it. Um, follow Backdoor Cut on, on Instagram. Instagram. We're posting shares. Yeah. We're, we're working on our in the socials. Photoshop game. Um, and Jake Eisenberg on Twitter. I'm the only one of the boys on Twitter. So get at me. And peace. See you next week.